yourself Yeah, country loved We all lived in the neighborhood for a couple of more years, mostly through junior high school, and every summer was great, but none of them ever came close to that first one. When one guy would move away, we never replaced him on the team with anyone else. We just kept the podcast going like he was still there. I'm Kelly Means. <laughs> I'm Moises Camacho. And we just stole the, the blank check opening <laughs> bit. <laughs> uh, this is the podcast formerly known as Inter Sandman. Speaking of which, I tried to change our Instagram account to that, but that's too many characters, I guess. It might work. I, I yeah, I'll try you could, again. You could just put FKA. People will know what that means. Yeah, well, branding we, certainly hasn't been an issue for us before. It's not like the name of our podcast was also the name of a much more popular song that would typically come up. Yeah, no, and, not at all. And we're we're about to do the same thing. <laughs> With Will Smith. Oh, shit, you're right. Now that we're done with Sandler, and as we prepare to go through Will Smith in 2021, we're taking a little break. We're talking about some movies we love. You know, they're very near and dear to our heart. And Moises, I believe this one, especially for you, is very nostalgic, you said, right? Yeah, definitely nostalgic. And just, I still very much love it just as much as I did when I was a little kid. In, in different ways now, but yeah. My experience with this movie is that I thought I was nostalgic for it, but as I watched it this time around, I realized that I may have just watched The Sandlot 2 a lot as a kid somehow. Uh, like I said, I've seen The Sandlot 2 more times than I've seen The Sandlot 1. Yeah. Sandlot 2, I'm going to see if that has a subtitle just to make sure. No I don't sub- think it does. No sub, just The Sandlot 2. Uh, Sandlot 3 is called Sandlot Heading Home. <laughs> I really like the Sandlot too. Now that you're talking about it, yeah, it's like it's pretty much just the Sandlot one. Like, because there's like there's a Fourth of July scene. There's like something at a pool. There's a part where they go to a fair. Yeah, as a um, kid, I definitely watched one more, but like two, I remember it just as vividly as one. Uh, the ending of Sandlot two is like one of their parents has like this cool model rocket, and they accidentally like launch it over into the yard of the dog so they have yeah. to get it's like literally the same thing but yeah assigned babe ruth baseball it's a model rocket that i presume costs like 20 bucks and then part three is the only character who returns is squints and he he's like an adult by now isn't he's he? like I an adult be- at that time like in the movie and uh he like i don't know who it is but some guy like gets hurt in like a baseball incident or something and he like gets sent back to like 1970 something oh luke perry is the guy oh luke perry i just i described it right oh so it's like yeah yeah oh my wow that's that's weirdly high concept yeah that's (laughs) i mean that was like a direct to dvd i'm pretty sure sandlot 2 was and there's like no details on the disney show at all uh no that's still I assume that's kind of in limbo because of COVID. Yeah. But 
I was like about to guess that Sandlot 3 was going to be like a save the community center type of thing. Like that the Sandlot was going to get demolished and turned into like a shopping mall or something. Yeah. So uh, tell me about what's your what's your experience with this movie? Like, when did this first when did little Moises Camacho first uh, toss around the old pig skin on the sandlot? Pig skin. Holy shit. <laughs> um, I committed to saying pig skin and I couldn't walk him back. I don't remember like the, a specific time or age just because like that's how much I watch this as a kid. Because this was like one of my dad's favorite movies ever. And he would just be like, hey, you know, let's watch this. Oh, Sandlot's on TV. Let's watch Sandlot. Or, hey, uh, I bought the DVD for Sandlot again. Let's watch it. <laughs> this is like the 10th time I bought it. Yeah, DVDs were just like a renewable resource, you know. You just like, yeah. you, they're kind of like shoes. You, know? <laughs> you just wore them until they got dirty enough. Yeah. And you're like, all right, I'll go get a new DVD of Sandlot. I don't know. Uh, most of the time, whenever my dad would show him a movie, it's because he was like, it was actually good. Nowadays, it's different. When he shows me a movie, it could be really fucking bad. <laughs> but like when I was a kid, whenever he'd show me a movie, I was like mesmerized. Like he showed me Back to the Future. He showed me Jaws. And The Sandlot was like probably the one that stuck with me the most just because I this is probably my favorite childhood movie. For sure, my favorite childhood movie. And so it was weird watching it now because this was the first time I watched it like in a maybe two, three years. And this was the first time I ever watched it alone. I've never watched it alone. I always watch it with my family and or my dad. And this oh, wow. time I just, you know, sat there, watched it. And I might it's, I might edit that out. That was kind of sad, Moises. <laughs> How is it sad? I, I watch all these alone usually. <laughs> Me too. I don't watch these with other people. Yeah. It's weird how much like I remember it. It, I also remembered it differently as a kid. I remembered the like baseball going over the fence like way earlier in the movie. That happens like halfway through the more than halfway through the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's like the last like forty minutes or so. Yeah, of the movie. there's a lot more shenanigans than I remember. I feel like um, this movie and specifically the subgenre of baseball movies as a whole are like quintessential dad movies. Yeah, I can't remember, but I think like my dad showed me this but like i also remember my dad like i think gun to his head if you ask my dad what his favorite movie is it's probably field of dreams mm -hmm. um he's also a big kevin costner guy like that yeah. movie is the perfect like dad, dad movie, movie venn diagram of like yeah. it's a baseball movie and it's also a kevin costner movie yeah so it's like nicely in the middle that and um bull durham are both like <laughs> if they would have thrown in like a cup like a car chase scene in the in field of dreams it'd be even better yeah there no there's not a car chase in field of dreams i don't know why i thought there was james no. L. jones is in field of dreams yeah he was busy in the late 80s early 90s <sighs> darth baseball. vader man darth yeah. vader i guess we can get into like because i mean i have other thoughts but i was gonna save that maybe i actually wanted to ask you about before we get into the movie though i wanted to ask you did you ever play baseball um it was a thing that I thought was cool, but as a kid, I never really played sports. So no, I didn't play baseball. Well, as I talked about in the, oh my God, the Happy Gilmore episode, that, that long ago, yeah. I, I, I did um, uh, against my own will dabble in the wide world of sports in my <laughs> youth. Uh -huh. uh, baseball was one of them. I, I've been told that apparently I was good at it, but most of my memories of it involve like, being so scared 
just all the time that like I was on the verge of tears. Yeah. So like maybe that's just like my selective memory. But <laughs> that being said, this movie did the very um made me nostalgic for playing baseball, which I didn't think was possible. Yeah. It's weird. I uh me and my friends all started playing baseball like earlier this year. Oh yeah. The weather was still nice. We, uh, we were playing baseball all the time. But yeah, just like I, go, you know. going down to the sandlot. Yeah, legitimately, legitimately. That's cool. Yeah. We would That's just cool. We, we had a bucket full of baseballs, and we bought like nice bats and just hitting some balls around. You know. Oh my god! When it when that the, you know what I've decided? I've been thinking a lot about what I'm gonna do when I get that fucking juicy COVID vaccine in my veins. Uh huh. <laughs> and <laughs> you have convinced me that now. The first thing I'm going to do is get some. Uh, Pig what's skin. like a what's yeah what's a little slang term for baseball is there uh, a slang I, I, get some fucking baseballs get some bats get some louisville sluggers you know <laughs> go down to arbuckle and just play ball actually the first thing i'm gonna do is i'm going to sit in a, a movie theater with like my mouth open the whole time yeah i want to sit in a packed movie theater and like packed. kiss the person next to me just start eating their popcorn. It's like that one um World War II victory, you know, picture in Times Square of like Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Except it's like during a showing of Honest Thief or something. <laughs> Did we ever talk about Honest Thief on here? Uh, a couple times, yeah, probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't remember if I edited it out, but we did talk about the thief and you know what? He is honest. Um, He's a fucking honesty. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, watching it also made me realize how much this influenced my taste, whether it comes to like cursing, because there's li- there's three shits in the entire movie all said by kids. Maybe yeah. th- as a kid, that made me feel cool, because as a kid, I definitely cursed when I wasn't supposed to be. Yeah, we we both grew up on, it sounds like it. we both grew up on like kids movies from like the 90s and the 80s. Yeah, and those kids are fucking foul mouthed, you know. They like early two thousands, you know. This this generation got soft, (laughs) and also like just uh like movie making wise, there's like you know look look at the background I have. They got they got some nice wide angles, you know. They got these wide lenses and shit. I don't know if that's I don't know and I don't think that's like what a wide angle lens is. Dude, I'm telling you, there are some shots in here that it looks like fucking a wide ass lens. Fair enough. I feel bad because I didn't I didn't do like nearly as much reach research for this one as I did. There is no background. Nothing. There's nothing. The only background are like weird facts for it. And then the director, this was his first uh this was his d- directorial debut. Wow. But this was like the third or fourth movie he wrote. And after this, he he I guess he's kind of known for making baseball movies. David Mickey Evans. Yeah, he does like baseball stuff and like child. He, he stuff. Uh, Beethoven. He does like some of the Beethoven's movies. Yeah, I think um, he just kid stuff. Like that's his thing. Oh, he was a writer on Mickey, Donald, Goofy, The Three Musketeers, which was fire Disney original. Yeah, a mainstay in the Kellen and his sisters like car DVD. Collection. Oh yeah, that that DVD was in that DVD was in rotation for sure. So he he didn't have there his wiki's empty. Let's just say that his wiki's pretty yeah. There's empty. not a whole lot, but he I think- he sold actually. He was um, according to his Wikipedia, he was one of the highest paid screenwriters um, of like the '90s. 
um because the sandlot script sold for over one million dollars and they, the, um, uh, the movie made a shit ton i think comparatively, uh, comparatively. i mean I with know, a budget shit ton seven million it made 34 million with a budget of seven million that's pretty fun yeah cool. but like you usually have to double it's like it, it, it made a respectable amount like the the it's listed as a like cult film like a cult classic yeah. on wikipedia which is like it was like a moderate success when it came out but it's like you know like we've been talking about it has like um like a nostalgic staying power yeah uh baseball as we've talked about before on this uh podcast was invented by abner doubleday with help of the ridiculous six um <laughs> Is there anything else we should talk about before the? I'm just, just like trying to like speed read IMDb. No, trivia. there's a, there's there's not much at all. Like seriously, you're, we're we're not missing anything. Okay. If you don't know what the Sandlot is, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your childhood. I'm really sorry <laughs> for your childhood. Uh, do you want to just start then? Yeah. Okay. But Sandlot takes place in the summer of 1962. I've already fucked it up. I'm sorry. Let me try again. Uh, Sandlot takes place in the summer of 1962, and um, the main character, the main character, right? Yeah. Like, it's a little blurry at some points, but, like, the main character is this quiet, shy um, fifth grader named Scotty Smalls, who has just moved to uh, California, the San Fernando Valley, I believe. Yeah, the valley. You just call it the valley. The valley. The valley. Yeah. You know, we've been to the valley before, so like we're cool. Shut up, Paul Thomas Anderson. Kellen got it wrong. First off, I did forgot the start of the movie actually starts in present day. Oh fuck! I've already fucked it up. So yeah. we before uh, we see Scotty Smalls and he's like a what's the word called a sportscaster? Yeah, commentator uh, at a stadium, and he's uh, like narrating the movie. And he's talking about, you know, just baseball, why he loves baseball. And mm-hmm. it's the summer of 1962, Scotty Smalls. Uh, they moved to the Valley. He's a brand new kid there. He's a fucking little nerd. He's a little geek. Uh, <laughs> Kellen would beat him up in school because no. Kellen was a bully in school. No, I was. Um, I was a fucking geek. What are you talking and, about? Uh, I was Smalls. I was this, I was this kid. When I moved here, I moved here to fifth nah, grade. You were, you were like a bully. You were definitely a bully. We went to high school together. What? Yeah, you were a bully. <laughs> um, and then Smalls. Uh, Am I being told, canceled for something? Yeah, you're being canceled. <laughs> uh, Smalls is he, Smalls has a a stepdad because his dad like died when he was younger, and you could already you know tell that's like a little. He's called it's it's a good little bit of writing. He go he says dad and corrects himself to Bill. Yeah. There's tension. There's tension. Yes. Yeah. Um well Bill is played by um Dennis Leary, who's just like kind of a intimidating looking guy. Yeah, he looks like he'll shank you. He looks like a mafia guy. Yeah, um, he looks like like an enforcer or like he looks you know what he looks like a mob lawyer. No, you know what? He looks like a shitty prison guard. That's yeah. what he looks oh, like. that's perfect, actually. Yeah, like someone like Shawshank or Green Mile. <laughs> yeah, I could see him like killing, <laughs> killing the guy because he's black or something. Oh, like, I could yeah. see that happening. Um, <laughs> oh fuck! And then uh, his mom is a fucking sweetheart. 
And she is um, Karen Allen. Yeah. Marion Ravenwood from the Indian Jones series. Kellen Evergreen Simp for Kellen, you know? Yeah. Okay. I guess looking at Wikipedia, she's listed as Mrs. Smalls, but like in the credits of the movie, she's just like um, her character Mom. name is Mom. Yeah. Which like, I guess, you know, makes sense because like, um, like, you know, she's only ever referred known as like, you know, mom, you know, can you just give her like, I don't know, like Amanda or something. It just feels weird that like one of the only like female characters in the movie is just relegated to mom. Yeah. But his mom tells him like, hey, you better make some fucking friends, which I, I had this thought like I, I jotted this down in my notes because as I've talked about, um, I moved around a lot as well in my childhood, but like. I also had the, I was also lucky enough to grow up and like every kid has a phone now age. Yeah. So like, I still keep in touch sometimes. I'm still able to keep in touch with like friends from like Illinois or Texas. If you moved into like the fifties or sixties, you just never saw those people again. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. I think <laughs> it's pretty dope though. It's, I mean, it's a little cool. Like, I, right. It's yeah. like kind of cool. <laughs> Just like I gotta go where the wind takes me. Yeah, but it's also weird too, though, because like this, my mom uh, when I would move around a lot, she just be like, "Hey, do you have friends?" No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you you'll make friends, but this his mom is like, "You better make some friends. Better not be like last time." Oh, so God, yeah. you know he's he's a shy kid. Um, she's like telling. She says like, "I want you to go out, get in trouble. You know, get messy." Yeah. God, it just makes you. It just makes me yearn for being twelve. You know, that's like the power of this movie. Yeah, as I'm like, does. man, I wish I was twelve, and then I also didn't give up on baseball. Um, I I have a really depressing, I because I realized like this movie sends sixty two. You know, yeah. and I just looked up um, two depressing things to Google back to back are when does the Sandlot take place and uh, when did the Vietnam War end and hate to break it to you but all of these kids had a were probably drafted into vietnam <laughs> oh shit <laughs> kind of a bummer <laughs> like i like they're like they're all like what 12 13 here yeah vietnam didn't end until 75 so there's still a good 12 years where they could have been <laughs> yeah that's fucked up when we get if we get through this movie in good enough time we'll go through each character and try and predict how well they fared over enough saigon or whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> then uh he goes out and he because earlier in the movie he saw like these kids running around with their baseball mitts and shit yeah so he finds the sandlot and he's like mesmerized by how these kids are playing but not playing really like yeah. they're not actually playing a game of baseball they're yeah just like practicing almost yeah the narrator talks about like how um you know, they don't even really keep score. They just, like, play for the sake of playing. Uh, for the love of the fucking game, baby. I love the grind. I love the hustle. <laughs> but then a ball gets hit, like, way in the back, which is where he is. And it uh, it goes, like, near a fence, the fence in the back. Mm-hmm. And he did, he first off, he doesn't catch it. He doesn't even make an attempt to catch it with his, mm-hmm. like, super cheap like toy looking mitt mm-hmm. and he also has like a fisher's hat on 
like the huge bill. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the all the other kids are telling like, hey, you know, throws the ball, throws the ball. So he like approaches the ball, and he's also very happy at this interaction. Yeah, he's um, like, they notice me. These are great fucking child actors. Great. I was. Great. I had that thought too. Yeah. You know, for this dude, David Mickey Evans, for his first movie, like directing a movie that's legitimately all children is I don't I, I can't imagine that being any easy task, you know. Oh, man. Just like thinking about like the cat like they and they all like bounce off of each other really well. Like they yeah. all like accurately. So like these kids have like known each other for a while. Damn, I love this. It's movie. a pretty good a pretty good movie. And then he approaches the fence and we get like a creepy shot of the fence and there's something there, you know, there's something there. There's something a brewing. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember if it's this scene um, either before or right after this, he, his stepdad tries to teach him how to play catch. It's after this. Oh, it's after this. Okay. Yeah. But then he grabs the ball, like runs away from the fence because of the weird noises coming from the fence and he throws the ball, and it is the worst throw oh, I've ever so seen. Oh, it's so terrible. It's so, it's so buns. It's so, <laughs> it's so buns. He yeah. does not have the sauce. No, um, no. He throws it to the ground, like, two feet away from him. No sauce. Sauceless. He's sauceless. He's, you know, he got lost in the sauce. He really. I want to hear, like, Stephen A. Smith, like, really, like, debate, like, the Sandlot players, you know? Be like squints is a bum. He's a liability to the sandlot. Uh, I love Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, come on the podcast and destroy us. We. Oh, I would be so down for that. And then he runs away because he's embarrassed. Yeah. And um. And he he swears to never step foot on a field ever again. <laughs> and he swears it to God, and he says. God damn you for embarrassing me on this sandlot. And then there's like a close-up of the Babe Ruth ball. It's like, it like glows in red. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, so he, he, he's embarrassed, but he tries to... I like that it's... Because um, like the stepdad um, kid dynamic is like very common. Yeah. But I like that um, the kid in this one is like making like active attempts to like be cool with his stepdad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he still calls him Bill. Yeah, and like but he and he also treats him like his stepdad. Like he when he earlier in the movie which it's whatever, but yeah. he like looks in his office and his he's like kind of he knows not to step in there, but he's also like admiring him. Yeah, cuz like his stepdad is super into baseball. We should yeah. um like his stepdad has no most no way assigned Babe Ruth baseball. Yeah. I didn't even realize I might have to rewatch it, but like, may, I think like, you know, Scotty or Smalls is like going to play baseball with these kids, like maybe so he can have something in common, you know, with his yeah. stepdad, just like something to talk about. But uh, he, after getting embarrassed at the Sandlot, he goes and asks um, Bill to teach him how to play catch. And <laughs> maybe it's just like, I'm reading too far into it, or I'm just projecting what uh, Dennis Leary looks like. Well, like during this whole catch scenes, it feels like Bill is like so close to just like snapping. <laughs> it does, no, it does. Seem like maybe I've, my brain has just been poisoned by like thousands of like abusive stepdad characters. 
Yeah. But I, I feel like Bill is so close to being like, you little shit. Um, shout out to stepdads and stepmoms, you know? You're the, yeah. uh, you're not the step-parents. You're the parents that stepped up. Um, That's nice. Yeah. Um, I think I saw that on, I saw that on like a bumper sticker. You saw it on Facebook? <laughs> yeah, like I think either on Facebook or a bumper sticker somewhere. I, I also forgot to mention um, in the scene where Smalls gets embarrassed, the best player on the team who also like is obviously like the captain or the, you know, yeah, the leader, Benny, he, he takes notice of smalls. Like he's yeah. like almost like, Hey guy, he's the only one on the field. Not laughing. At Benny him. is cool. He's fucking cool. He's tight. Benny's cool. He's got the sauce. He's Benny got the sauce. has all the sauce. And he's he's the- like, he like his, like it zooms in on him and his eyes narrow. And he's like, that kid's got something. <laughs> and he like takes a drag from his something. cigarette. Uh, and he's like, I think it might be sauce. <laughs> and, uh, is Benny like? Just, oh, I go. Yeah, yeah. What, what were you gonna ask? I feel like Benny is a little bit older than the other yeah. kids. Is it that seems like, like he's a little older, like a I year or so. two, maybe? Yeah. Um, maybe he's in seventh grade. Everyone else is like sixth and fifth grade. Yeah, he's like the seventh grader. Yeah, but comparatively, he's like their like leader, even though he's like yeah. <laughs> just a little bit of older older than them. You know. Yeah, like he's better than baseball at all. He's better than all of them at baseball, so that's why he's the leader. Anyway, um, <laughs> like the way the Wikipedia phrases it, an attempt to learn to play catch with his stepfather Bill results in a black eye. Damn, which Bill makes, beat his ass. Yeah, <laughs> which makes it sound like Bill beat the shit out of him. But it's really built like throws him a baseball. First of all, for like teaching someone how to play catch, like it seems like a pretty hard throw. Yeah, he's like, he's, it's, like, you know, you're just. I feel like I remember, like, when I was learning how to play catch, my dad would just like underhand toss it to me for, yeah, a but Bill throws a fucking piss missile at this game. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he literally says to him, uh, when he gets a black eye, he's like, You gotta watch out for them curveballs. Why are you throwing this kid a curveball? curveball? <laughs> he's never played catch in his life. <laughs> is it, oh man, this is like, um. A fucking like think piece like is bill from the steps the sandlot secretly an abusive father oh my god <laughs> cancel uh, bill from the cancel sandlot. bill from the sandlot <laughs> but anyway. he's like uh you know depressed because he has a black eye yeah um and he's like sitting out on his patio one afternoon and uh benny you know notices while, while he's walking home and is like hey well, you should come play baseball with us, you know, play, play, toss around the pigskin with us. Yeah. And Smalls is, you know, like, eh, eh, whatever. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he does join in mm-hmm. the next day, I think. I'm guessing it's like the next day or whatever. Yeah. No, this is a part because the last time um, the ball got to him and he just like fumbled it. Yeah. And that's why he got embarrassed. But this time, uh, Benny hits it to the fence and this is when we get like the teagues of like there's something behind the fence at the sandlot instead of throwing it back to Benny he like uh, Smalls picks it up and like walks it all the way back to home plate <laughs> yeah or the pitcher's mound yeah they're still dunking on him but they're kind of warming up to Smalls yeah and the according to Wikipedia it's the catcher Hamilton Ham Porter uh, wait, wait, you... not yet, not yet, not yet. Okay. That, that doesn't happen yet. Yeah, uh, Wikipedia is terrible. Okay. Um, 
this is when uh, Benny goes up to him and is like, "Hey," and he and he's like, "Just stand there and hold your hand, hold your glove up, and I will, you'll catch the ball." And um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Scotty's also like, uh, "Okay, but how do I throw?" And he's like, "Oh, just like do this," and he like shows him a motion. Yeah, Benny he's is like, like, "Okay, so just stand here and I'll catch it." And he's like, "Yeah, stand here, put your glove up." And I'll hit the ball right to you. Benny is 14 years old and is uh, Smalls's uh, father figure. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking funny. <laughs> On the wiki, it says he mentors him. <laughs> yeah. Mentor- Can this? <laughs> what if it was revealed that like uh, Benny was actually like a college kid and he just like won and he just like destroying these little 12 year olds in baseball? Oh, shit. Like as they all walk home, like Benny walks over to his car. <laughs> hey Benny, like, can you, hey, can you give me a ride? Uh no, sorry. I, I was um I, I gotta gonna, get to class. I was gonna, yeah, I gotta take this. I'm gonna take this girl to the movie, so no, I can't give you a ride home. I gotta go to work. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go to work. <laughs> at a mechanic shop. Yeah, he, he puts on like overalls. He's like, sorry, kids, I can't I can't and, fucking play toss the big skin oh, with shit. you today. Um, and he hits it, uh, right. He fucking Benny's like, all right, I'm going to throw it to Scotty. And they're like, oh, why, why are you doing it again? He's like, just, you know, I'm going to do it. Hits it. And Scotty's like, oh, please, please catch the ball. Please catch the ball. And, uh, it hits right. It goes right into his mitt. It actually breaks his mitt. And, um, you know, uh, everyone else on the team is like, all right, he can play, you know, he could play. And then he's like, all right, throw it over. And Scotty perfectly throws it. And then they go home, and um, this is when Scotty and Benny have another heart-to-heart. And uh, Benny gives him his mitt, and he also gives him a hat. And he's like, all right, throw that one in the fireplace. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is like, th- that he's part of the team. Yeah. At some point, the like Wikipedia says. No, this is the next day. You're right. Yeah, this yeah. The, next one. the catcher, Hamilton Ham Porter. Uh, and off that nickname you can guess which uh archetype of like the kids movie he <laughs> fulfills um it's a home run into over the fence into the backyard uh junkyard i believe yeah former junkyard and like <laughs> scotty goes to like climb the fence and everyone's like wait no no and benny's like no let him look <laughs> like let him see Scotty looks over and sees a big ass dog. Uh, and it's like Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's it's like a fucking cryptid. It's like huge. <laughs> you know, I just realized um Jaws and the Sandlot are two back-to-back movies that kind of take place around the fourth of July and feature like huge, like monstrous animals that are terrifying a small town community. And still give me nightmares to this day. What if you just switch the animals? What if Jaws had the dog from the Sandlot killing people on the beach? So it was like, and what oh, if James yeah. Earl Jones had a had a fucking great white shark in his back in, in like a pool? Yeah, like a, a kiddie pool. Yeah, in a big pool. Well, I think they'd both have very different outcomes. Like in the Sandlot, and you know, Jaws would be, be dead at the end. <laughs> and the and Jaws would just be like they it's. It's like the new Clifford, the, the big red dog movie. They'll just like uh, train them and they'll like, yeah. oh, like the new Godzilla movie. They'll like make them their, they're like protector. 
<laughs> that's what the Sandlot series should be. Is it like the Sandlot dog gets huge, like 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 the size of a semi truck, and they like use him to fight crime and shit? I don't know. The beast. Uh, the beast. Uh, but that night they have a sleepover. <laughs> the beast takes down ISIS. <laughs> Uh, he, he he says, "Oh yeah, he's like, uh, it's the beast." And they're like, "Oh man, like what? What's the beast?" And they all stay silent. They all look at each other and they're like, "Camp out." Yeah. Oh, and they camp out in this treehouse they have, which that was a part of uh, childhood I never got to experience the treehouse. Did you? That, no, that's like my goal. I want. It's a still time, actually. You know what? I I said it like it was a. a a dead dream, but that's that can still happen. I could, yeah. Just... Ultimate Treehouse Masters. You ever watch that show? Uh, <laughs> I think that's what I, it's I've called. never watched it, but my HGTV is just on in my oh, house, yeah, so I've seen a little bit of it. Constant rotation, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, if you leave a TV in my house on and unattended to for more than five minutes, it will be switched to HGTV. Um, so they have this a is, sleep, yeah. Sorry, I was gonna say this scene is just like where the iconic. You're killing me, Smalls comes from. Yeah. Because uh, Scotty doesn't know what s'mores are. Fucking idiot. He's been living under a rock. Yeah. Honestly. It like, was it like a 60s invention? Like something? I, that yeah, I out. guess it must have been. I, or is it, maybe it's like a regional thing. You know, Just like the early. hateful eight, like how they showed, you know, baseball is created there. You mean the There's, ridiculous? Six? I mean, the, the ridiculous. Six. Uh. Oh, <laughs> the hateful eight. The hateful eight. Ridiculous six. Same fucking movie. And so, uh, oh gosh, what's this? Michael Squints Paladoris tells the story of the beast. Um, and it's this like legendary junkyard dog that was supposedly trained by its owner to just kill. Yeah. And it like killed anybody that broke into the junkyard. And Squid, there's like a line where Squint says it must have killed. 120 or maybe or 178 like somewhere between 120 and 178 people um were killed by this dog and then the owner of the junkyard was told by the police captain to lock it up how long moises how long was supposed to be forever forever This is a movie that me and my brothers make references to unlimited amount of times every day. Like if some, if we hear someone say forever, like we'll just start saying forever. forever. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I love this scene so much. Yeah. It's, it's really all told violent. in like a flashback. Yeah. And like the narration is very, it's like a kid telling a story and like, just like the like exaggerations and like things, shit that's obviously not true. <laughs> they all like buy into it. Except Smalls. Except Smalls. Yeah, Smalls. Smalls skeptic. He says, like, no way. No, he, he says in the movie, it's crazy that they allowed this in a kids' movie. He's like, that's bullshit. That's made, that's fake news, fake media. I don't listen to that. That's bullshit. And yeah, even Smalls like, starts ranting about how George Soros made up the legend of the baby. <laughs> and, and then you say, okay, go poke your head out that window then. Yeah. And Smalls is like, all right, cool, I'll do it. And he pokes his head on. He's like, it's a big fucking I guess, dog. That's <laughs> a fucking big fucking. Yeah, dog. it's a big fucking dog out there. What do you want me to say? Big fucking dog, directed by Steven Spielberg. That's the <laughs> the Clifford the Big Red Dog movie. He's gonna be. Yeah. 
Speaking, I, I speaking of the Clifford the Big Red Dog movie, I don't get the like freak out surrounding that I've seen on Twitter. I just don't understand why it's being fucking made. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, no I, one I, understands. I can't think of like anyone who cares. And like, yeah. it's kind of like there's also a Tom and Jerry movie coming out. Oh my! It looks so weird. It looks very weird, but it's I'm like confused. It's like one of those nostalgic properties that at the same time, it's like the adults who like Tom and Jerry aren't going to want to see this. Yeah. And kids today don't give a shit about Tom and Jerry or Clifford the Big Red Dog. So it's sort of like, why do this then? <laughs> what do I know? Clifford the Big Red Dog is going to be the highest grossing movie of all time. I'm calling it now. I fucking hope it is. Um, yeah, but I, I don't get like... People are like, they should do what they did with the Sonic movie and change the design. Like, it's just funny. It's like, what are they going to make them brighter red? That's it. Like, that's all they're going to do. It's a, it's Clifford. He's a dog. He's big and he's red. (laughs) What more do you want from that? Honestly, they should make him bigger. I want him to be bigger. That's he's, it looks like though he's big, but he's a puppy. Like that's oh okay, okay okay so I'm I'm thinking they're saving that shit for the sequel you know oh, like Cl- Clifford the Clifford's size of a bigger redder dog yeah Clifford the size of like a fucking kaiju you know <laughs> it's 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 gonna be Kong versus Godzilla versus Clifford the big red dog <laughs> yeah like I just don't get like it was like trending and people were like look what they did to Clifford it's like they just took a dog and like color corrected him red. That is literally all they did. Yeah, that's like that meme of Arrested Development where like he looks in the bag and he's as the bag and it says dead dove, don't eat. And he looks in the bag and he just looks up and says, I don't know what I expected. <laughs> it's like Clifford the Big Red Dog. He's a Clifford and he's a Big Red Dog. I don't know what I expected. Yeah. All right, all right Kellen. Sorry, okay. that's my Clifford rant. Um, The movie is kind of weirdly structured to me, mm-hmm. but... I think a good comparison is reading, uh, I believe Roger Ebert called it like a summertime version of a Christmas story, mm-hmm. which if you've seen Christmas story in Sandlin, I think is very accurate because Christmas story is also like kind of episodic. Like there's an overarching thing, but it's very like that they go to the mall and then there's this thing with the um, calling into the radio show. And then there's this thing where he, you know, says the, the F word. Yeah. And Sandlot is like the middle chunk is like just being the boys of summer into various shenanigans. Hell our favorite, yeah. Our favorite, our favorite thing on this show. Just the boys. The boys. Dudes rock. You know what? Dudes rock. <laughs> oh my God. This is, Sam- the, this is the ultimate dudes rock movie. Fuck it. This is like dudes rock in training. Their boys are cool. <laughs> Bo- cool boys. Boys rock. <laughs> boys rock. <laughs> Is okay. You want to talk about the next scene? Is the next scene the Wendy Peppercorn scene? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Squints and I believe it's Yeah Yeah, which is probably my Yeah Yeah. yeah. As a kid, was my favorite character was Yeah Yeah Yeah. yeah this yeah. is cool. I feel like there's like a couple. Like looking at your background, there's like it's a pretty good ratio. But like, I feel like half the kids have like a very defined personality, and like I remember. The other half, I couldn't tell you like one thing they did in the movie. Damn, I feel bad for you, but what, right. what? What's the that tall, skinny kid in the back with the red shirt? Like, what did he do? He's the fucking nerd. He's the nerd who thinks he's cool, but he's not cool. 
What about the kid in overalls? The kid in overalls. Uh, he repeats everything his big brother says. Okay. <laughs> All right. You, you talk about the... Okay. Yeah, it, it's squints and yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah was my favorite character because of a scene that happens later on. But um, yeah, um, squints and yeah, yeah, they were sent like in the morning uh, trip to buy the baseball for the day. And um, I just like it because it's like a conversation that like kids actually are having. Uh, yeah, yeah. is like, hey, let me hold the ball. And Squints is like, no, I want to hold it. And yeah, yeah. is like, it was my money. Mm. Um, they're like arguing over that. And then Squints just stops because he notices from across the street. It's Wendy Peppercorn. Wendy Peppercorn. The, the girl for him. It's the girl. Like that. Th- that's who he wants, even though he's like 12. And she's obviously like a teenager. So yeah. The reason why I love it so much is there goes my baby by uh, the drifter starts playing. Yeah. And it is gorgeous. Holy shit. It is just so good. The song just starts playing and, you know, it's just like a voiceover. It was very like young crush. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Not even like young love, just like a young, like unrealistic. That'll never happen. Well, um, except, but yeah, except, <laughs> kinda, I guess, I guess we'll talk about it at the end. But it is yeah. weird that like that the, his epilogue is like he gets together with her. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. it's like funny, but it's also like how much older is she than him? And like when did they get together? Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but uh, he like you know starts like just like saying off like all this stuff like why he likes her so much and shit and he's like, jaw dropped and there's just like it's zoomed in like on her face and zoomed in on his face and then you know she crosses like I mean it's he, obviously and as she passes by him she he looks at her butt doesn't he yeah and she like gives, she gives him like a little smirk and like looks down and then like as she like walks away he like it it's like a zoom in on her ass and it's like yeah. He's still like a little fucking yeah. Creep, it's a know? little ass kid. Like he, <laughs> you know, he, he doesn't know. I guess without trying to be canceled, it's like you know, he's a kid. He doesn't know any better. Like he doesn't know, right? What's almost. Yeah, this is like a part of the movie that I've seen. Like um, like argued hasn't aged super well, mm-hmm. and like I'm not inclined to disagree with it, but yeah. I think it mostly gets away with it just because it's from like, this is like from the lens of a 12 year old boy. Exactly. I think like it kind of gets away with it because it's like this, this is a kid and he's like a kind of a creep, but it's like, yeah, yeah. he's young. Then it's, they go back to the sandlot. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's a hot, it's like middle of June. Yeah. Late June. Very hot. Mm-hmm. And um, they're like, Oh, you know, we can't play today. We can't play today. Um, Benny's like, all right, what do you guys want to do then if we can't play? And this is what first one of the scenes that makes me like, yeah, yeah, the most. He just like starts doing this weird laugh, like this <laughs> maniacal laugh. And he just like looks at everybody and they all just say together, uh it's not the pool. They say something like swimming or some shit. Yeah. Um, and it cuts to the public pool. Well, we don't let's just get to the to main part of the pool. Yeah. Um, well, they're all like they're all like creeping on Wendy. Yeah. Like she's like putting sun tan lotion on. Lotion and, like, and rub and smile oh God. and wave and Yeah. Um, I like I don't like, but <laughs> there's like this bit 
where like one of them says like she don't know what she's doing and benny goes like she knows exactly he knows exactly what she's doing and, and that's I was, when i was like benny benny benny's older benny's older than all of them like that's i had the same thought and yeah. i wrote down do benny and wendy have like some history maybe that's what i thought <laughs> that was like it was benny low-key like on the side with that and nobody knows about it he doesn't have the heart to tell him yeah he, he's worried it'll crush him he just can't Benny's like 14. That's creepy. We can't. <laughs> Bro, all, uh, Benny, Benny's older than them. Like, it's uh, when, yeah. when this scene happened, like, I was like, oh, yeah, Benny's like older. And He's like, she knows like, exactly what she's doing. Yeah, like, very jaded, like, takes a drag yeah. of the cigarette. <laughs> Watches <laughs> back to like this wonderful night they had together before oh the war started. <laughs> oh, fuck. The iconic part of the scene, and like, Arguably one of the most iconic parts of the movie is um a squint's fakes drowning so mm-hmm. that Wendy has to dive in and pull him out. And on the side of the pool, she starts doing C- um is it CPR? Like yes, like CPR mouth resuscitation, mouth. Yeah. mouth to mouth. And <laughs> though like the it's such a <laughs> it's so good. It is ex- I mean. It's a little creepy, sure, but it's like extremely funny when like she goes like to like listen for Harpy's puppy his chest and squints like who's been like completely They all think motionless. he's like could die. Yeah, <laughs> he's been completely motionless. Like looks up and he's like who like has like the dumbest the goofiest smile of the dumbest smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's man. a really funny moment. Yeah. Um and they're all like confused, like extremely confused. Um, and also there's some there was a little bit of background in for this scene. Um, the director told him because apparently like squ- the kid who played Squints was like a player, like in <laughs> I, real I life. This, yeah, I read this. And he told him David Mickey Evans told the uh, I feel bad for not knowing his name, but Squints, um, like, hey, no, no tongue, no funny business. Like, just just let's keep this strictly professional. <laughs> I just love the thought of like this grown man taking a 12 year old aside and being like, no tongue. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know. There's just something so funny about how like she picks uh, squints up after he like, oh yeah. After he kisses her and like all his friends are like following them as like, he's getting like pulled out. Yeah. This magic moment that shit starts playing. It's fire. He has like this dumb smile on his face, and they're like trying to like apologize. They're like, "Hey, we're so like, come on, like, hey, don't kick us out. We're sorry. All right, we don't. He, he didn't mean it." And she says, "Like, you can't come back here ever again." Yeah. And as they're all like going back to the sandlot, he's like looking at her still, and they're all like, "Hey, like, they're all like congratulating him." Yeah. And she, <laughs> and he like gets on the fence and like just stares at her. And she looks back at him and like gives him a smile and like waves. She also does the like you're dead, yeah, thing. Uh, yeah, it's a cute, it feels cute. weird to call it a cute scene, you know. I understand like why people obviously on like paper, take it is a dude like forcing yeah. himself onto a wall, yeah. Um, but it's like I'm just not gonna defend it. I liked it, fuck it. I'm, I'm I don't need to give my reasons, all right. This, this <laughs> scene's iconic for a reason. Speaking of iconic scenes yes is the next scene fourth of july it made me cry like a baby yeah yeah this got to me it's like it's just a little scene and it's mostly the narrator talking about how Mm -hmm. the only night game they played 
was the 4th of July because that's the only time there was, they had enough light, you know, from all the fireworks to play, which, oh my God, that's beautiful. I'm sorry. Like saying that out loud, that's just wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love that shit. But um, America the Beautiful by Ray Charles is playing as like they're all running, you know, from their houses. Like they're like just grabbing food from like the picnic and barbecues. Um, and like they're running to go play. And there's also like this like thing about like um the narrator talks about Benny, about how like Benny was always the one to like call him back to the field, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of something. He says, like, we all knew Benny would go on to like bigger and better games because he was the one like, you know, baseball was his life. And while he's saying this, it's like a montage of all the kids like, you know, they are like mesmerized by the fireworks. Mm -hmm. Well, Benny hits it out of the park and it's like running the bases while all the kids are like staring at the fireworks and like instead of playing and Benny is playing like he doesn't give a fuck. Look, this scene is movie magic as far as I'm concerned. It's so good. It's really good. That song genuinely should be our new national anthem, I think. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck it. Fuck Star Spangled Banner. All my homies hate Star Spangled (laughs) Banner. Yeah, that that ain't a slapper like piece of shit song. But America the Beautiful by Ray Charles, slapper, banger. Not even written by Ray Charles, but it is written by Ray Charles. (laughs) It's fire. Yeah. Um, it's just like, man, this it'll country. Make you, it'll make it'll make me want to go to a basketball game. Yeah, because <laughs> my fr- my friend went to a uh, a Pacers Raptors game last year, and he said, like, he said the most fun thing was that the Canadian like national anthem is amazing compared to the American national. Yeah, anthem. it's a pretty good. Nah, they got anyway. Yeah, the Fourth of July scene's great. Yeah. Um. And then is the next like very quotable scene as well. The little iconic, uh, the little the little league team challenges them. Yeah, the rich kids of the neighborhood challenge them. Uh, They they come up. It's great, you know. They all have like nice cleats, nice uniforms, nice bikes, and you know the Sandlot kids are all in their like beat up Converse, their jeans, and their dirty like clothes compared to these kids. Hold on, hold on, Kellen, hold on. Watch a jerk. Shut up, idiot, moron, scab eater, butt sniffer, puss licker, fart smeller. You eat dog crap for breakfast, geek. You mix your Wheaties with your mama's toe jam. You bob for apples in the toilet and you like it. And then play ball like a girl. Yeah, the ultimate insult. And the there's a there's a crowd. The crowd gasps at this moment. This is when the crowd is supposed to gasp. Um, and they challenge them to a game at, at their field, at their freaking field, at, on their home turf. And the Sandlot boys are like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. We'll meet you there tomorrow. And, you know, the next day they go. Uh, there's like this montage of Ham as the catcher. And he's like telling them stuff to like distract them. He's like, is that your is that your naked sister on the field over there? Yeah, it's he, he he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, he's a fucking he's a fucking dick. But, uh, Ham's my favorite. Uh, the Sandlot the, the Sandlot kids whoop them like yeah, they mollywop them. Yeah, they beat them really bad. Um, they do not play ball like a girl, as uh, no. the movie would say it. I no. wouldn't say that, but the movie. No. Would say it. <laughs> 
Another thing that people have said hasn't aged well, but I, I genuinely, I'll defend this one and say that like, it's like the joke is that like to them that's the ultimate insult. And it's exactly like, girls get fuck girls play fucking softball. It's like the same thing. Then after, after this, this it's, it's like the the rest of the movie is. What's well, the fair scene first? Oh, the fair. This is gross. Do not like. It's gross. Do not like. I like. I like. This would have been a five star if it wasn't for this scene. Um, the the kids want to be cool and shit, and they're at the <laughs> they're fucking at the dip. fair, and they have dip because that's what all the pro players do. Mm-hmm. And they take the dip, put a shit ton in their mouth, go on the spinny ride. They all throw up. Uh, the end of the scene. It's gross. Now it really is like the rest of the movie. It's like forty minutes left, and uh, mm-hmm. so one day they're playing, and um, Benny fucking does the impossible. A baseball. Yeah, he destroys the baseball. Uh, the oh. cover, the pigskin comes off, and it's just the yarn and the pigskin. Yeah. What the fuck is a baseball made of anyway? Plastic? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll believe that. Um, no, I mean, pigskin. It's made of pigskin. Right. Yeah. They're all, like, sh- stressing out. But they also say, like, this is amazing. Like, no one has ever, like, only yeah. two people in the world have done this or something. Yeah. Real bummer IMDb, IMDb trivia fact is it's Mythbusters determined that you cannot do this. They're lying. A, yeah, um, they're uh, fake news. Sorry. Vinny. Yeah, Mythbusters is fake news. Rodriguez <laughs> did it. So check your fucking facts. Um, Adam Savage and Jamie Hyman. But he does this and everyone's like, oh, well, you know, it's amazing, but it sucks. Like we can't play anymore now. We got to wait till tomorrow so we can have enough money and uh, to buy another ball. And this is when Smalls. Yeah, you guys forgot he's in the movie. Well, he's still in the movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, he hasn't done a lot. Uh, and then S- Smalls is like, oh, well, I have another ball. Like, I can go get it. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Oh, well, well go. No, I was gonna say, is it like it's established? He does Smalls doesn't know shit about baseball, and oh, he yeah. has no idea who Babe Ruth is. Yeah, because they keep referring to him as like the great Bambino. Yeah, and he just pretends like, yeah, I know who that is. So he goes yeah. and he gets his dad's, his stepdad signed Babe Ruth baseball because mm-hmm. his stepdad is out of town. He's going to Chicago. Yeah, um, to, um, he he's gonna go cameo on Mad Men. <laughs> Yeah, but he goes, his his stepdad is out of town on like a business trip and is like, hey, you're the man of the house, bud. And um, which it, is like, yeah. When he goes back to the house to grab the ball, his mom comes home and catches him in the room, like the baseball. Collect- Wait, no, 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 not yet, not yet. Never mind. He goes, grabs the ball, comes back. They play with it and they say, Benny says like, hey, it's your ball. You get to hit it first. So, you know, Scotty's hyped. Um, yeah uh he feels like he has a sauce you know yeah he's feeling the sauce he's feeling the fucking gym god damn it always gotta go back to it and he you know batters up he hits the ball guess what guess guess what happens kellen guess what happens it's a fucking home run he hits a home run and they're all cheering him on like yeah let's go like your your first home run Mm -hmm. and scotty is devastated because he's I'm like, pretty sure he like falls to his knees, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, he's like mild. He's like upset, like, oh no, I lost my, you know, his ball. And then he's like, it was. They're like, that ball's as good as gone. And he's like, it was yeah. signed though. And they're like, who signed it? And he goes, some girl named uh, like Babe Ruth. 
Babe, and they, baby and Ruth, baby like Ruth, that. and they all like lose their shit. Yeah, and so they like uh, concoct a bunch of different like elaborate schemes to get the ball back. Like yeah. one of them is like they in, they they build this like pulley like grapple like a. <laughs> that's as a kid. That was my reason why I liked Yeah Yeah so much because yeah, when they pull him funny. back out, he does this weird thing and with his like lips. Yeah, he just starts making weird noises. <laughs> the, like the way Yeah Yeah is screaming when they pull him up is really funny. Yeah, that's why I like Yeah Yeah as my yeah. as a kid. He was my favorite. Yeah, uh, they try to make this like suction vacuum thing. Yeah, but, like, it like explodes. Time, yeah, and the like dog is like thwarting them. Yeah, and I like that they like use like um like puppets and stuff for the dog, like just to show glimpses of him to make it's him ginormous like, to make it seem much bigger than it actually is. Yeah, because you know? it's like that's it's how the kids are perceiving it. Yeah, and nothing's working. And but as like um a backup plan, they like write like they uh forge a Babe Ruth signature onto a new baseball to just like temporarily replace it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, Benny spells Ruth wrong on it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Ruthie. Yeah. Uh, and they, as a uh, Scotty is putting it back in the the room, his mom catches him. Yeah. He's like, oh, hey, what are you doing in here? And he's like, oh, you know, just buying uh dad stuff, a bill, dad's whatever he says, dad stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just, she's like, oh yeah, you know how much that Babe Ruth ball note like means to him, right? And like she like explains like how he got it because he had got it like it's a family inheritance basically like the dad passes it down, yeah. And um, the narrator's like I felt like ashamed like even my yeah. mom knew who Babe Ruth was. How did <laughs> I not know who Babe Ruth? Yeah. was? Yeah, he the, says like my mom, a girl, knew yeah. who Babe Ruth was. <laughs> but they do all these like elaborate shenanigans to do the police system like Kellen was talking about like the suction thing. They have a like a cart. Like Scotty is like a nerd, so he makes like this, like RC car almost thing. It all fails in the end, and in that RC car one too, it's like a catapult, and they successfully catapult it. But then the dog, the beast, catches it in midair, jumps, yeah, and catches it, and they're all like freaked out. And then it's a scene where. Um, Scotty's like in bed and the narrator's talking about how he has like a dream where like the dog eats him or something. But yeah. Benny um, has another dream. Ben Benny gets visited by the ghost of Babe Ruth, who says heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Legends never Which, die. Which I heard that quote for years, just like in various different things, like whenever, like maybe like whenever a famous person died or like whenever um, a character died in a movie or TV show. Did not know it was from the Sandlot for the longest time. Like, I just didn't realize that that was from um, a child being visited by the spirit I, of <laughs> the great Bambino. Yeah. He, he's got, he's got, a, he, he knows he what he's got. He puts on the do. drip. He puts on the Dodgers jersey. He puts on yeah. a brand new pair of PF flyers. The sauce, the sauce is off the charts. <laughs> the sauce god. <laughs> the sauce god is smiling upon him. <laughs> He blessed him. And he's um, like, I'm going to jump over there and I'm going to get the ball. And they're all like screaming like, no, please don't do it. Please don't. You know, we, Scott, I think Scotty's just like, you know, we don't even need the ball. Like it's whatever. Like I'll just be in trouble. Yeah. 
And he goes over there and quote unquote pickles the beast. Yeah. There's well, like this also, cool like Western music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He like um it's a and it's also like a really great like oh shit moment when like he's running from the beast and the chain holding the beast like snaps. Yeah. Um and uh Benny ho- hops over the fence and s- the dog jumps the fence too, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and like I mean the uh, it's no wonder this kid went to the fucking pro leagues because Benny run like su- full on sprints for like a couple miles, probably right. Yeah, like, I don't all know. through the town, all throughout like the San Fernandino Valley. Like, um, like they go by the pool, like they go through like this like sort of movie theater thing, which is playing uh like a werewolf movie. Yeah, a werewolf movie. They and go, oh, yeah. I think we forgot to like mention we finally see the dog, and it's like a normal size like dog. Yeah, well, for its kind. Well, like, for its, it's kind, pretty, it's, it's a, a pretty big dog, it's a pretty big fucking dog. But especially it's like, compared to these like kids. Yeah, but you see, like, oh, it's just their imagination. Like, yeah, they're kind of projecting. Yeah, they get back to. Uh, there's no like notable things that really happen during the. Well, chase. there's a big. There's a, there's some uh, slapstick with a big old cake. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Which is only part that didn't age well for me, like personally. Really? Yeah. They, get back to the sandlot. Mm-hmm. And Benny jumps over the fence again back into like the junkyard, and the dog jumps the fence too, but this time the fence collapses. And it kills the fucking dog, and that's it. Lands cool. on the dog. The end. Um that's a sandlot. No. Uh they they help get the fence off the dog. I thought this moment's really nice. It's like it is. their fear of the dog, the the beast is like replaced by like they're just they're just kids, you know. They're 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 they're, they're nice deep down. Like they'll lift the f- <laughs> Benny. Like Scotty can barely get the this giant ass fence to budge, and Benny comes over and like this twenty year old self and <laughs> like takes a hit from his jewel pod that he can buy legally. <laughs> uh but they help the the fence get off the dog and the dog starts licking Scotty. It's friendly. <laughs> it's a friendly boy. It's a good boy. Yeah. Um and the dog's owner the, the Dark Lord himself, James Earl Jones, comes out a blind man. Um, if you, yeah. in case you guys don't know, he's blind, which means he can't see. Like he can't see anything. I right, can go on. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, and James Earl Jones pretty much like uh, well, he he explains that like the dog's friendly. Well, they explain to James Earl Jones that they were trying to get their ball back, and it was a signed Babe Ruth ball, and. It, they see the ball, and it's like the, the ball is pretty much torn out at this point. Uh, James Earl Jones takes him inside and gives him a new baseball signed by like the entire 1927 Yankees, including Babe Ruth. It turns out that he used to play with Babe Ruth. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk? Blind, how can a blind guy play baseball? <laughs> he just listens for it. It's incredible. <laughs> it's the when, the ball, when the ball sounds like it's near, he just... <laughs> He's the best blind player the league has ever seen. No, but I think it's established that like he got hit by a baseball, and that's what. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't always blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. 
I really, they're like, we, you, we can't take this ball, you know, but like, I like that you can kind of see that he's like, I don't need the ball. I played with the fucking guy, you know, like that's enough for me. Yeah. But he says like, how about this to make an even trade? I'll give you this ball and to pay me back. You know, you just, um, you come here and talk baseball with me for an hour, like every yeah. week. But they see his blind, so they just take all his shit and ransack the house. And- they like hit him over the head with a, a bat. It's very <laughs> fucked up. They do a horrible crime at the end of this movie. <laughs> no, yeah, then the ending is just like a montage of like the rest of the summer, you know, talks about like where each kid went, on what each kid went on to do, you know, kind of talks about how they all moved away. Yeah, sorry. Uh, funny, whenever I talk about this movie with my, uh, with my friends, um, uh, past and future guests of the podcast, Nate Turnipseed, always says that he liked this movie as a kid, but he was always confused on why they have a black guy in there because, like, he wouldn't have been <laughs> like, he would they would have been like racist towards him. Like, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> always, he's, he said, like, they're he's always confused. <laughs> yeah, it is 1960. Oh my god, yeah. Jesus Christ, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> okay is nate okay oh <laughs> uh, yeah actually he, i can't talk i just i i had a whole spiel about how each of these kids would have been sent to vietnam probably yeah. um but they all have like successful futures except for like the tall dude because he like disappeared they said so who knows what happened to him um <laughs> he probably just like took a lot of acid or something but um yeah. The rest of them all have like had have a successful future. Squints gets married with um Wendy Patrick. Wendy and they have nine children. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's which is even... a kids movie of weighing a kids movie way of saying they fucked at least nine times. Yeah, he's a he's a confirmed sex haver. The rest of them still virgins. We don't know if they had. Yeah, kids, we don't but... know. Not canon. Yeah, but him, uh, he's not a virgin. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, uh, we go back to the uh, present Baseball day. Game. Scotty is commentating on an L.A. Dodgers game that the Jet, Benny Rodriguez, is playing in. And he steals home base because he's a fucking sauce man like that. He's a G. And um, just like they did earlier in the movie, which we totally talked about, we didn't completely ignore it. They look at each other and give a thumbs up at each other. I for- yeah, I definitely didn't forget about that. And um, they like cut to uh, like Scotty's like desk, and there's uh, the balls that they have collected, and uh, it just like zooms in on the final frame of a picture of all the the boys together. Yeah, which who the fuck took that picture? All right, that's a very nice picture for like yeah. what the cameras would have been in that time. Yeah. But you know, it's a, it's a, who fucking cares? It's a movie. That's it. That's, that's the Sandlot. It's a Sandlot. I, you know, as I've said, I don't have a lot of nostalgia for this, or at least I don't have as much nostalgia for this as you do, but it's still like, it's good for activating, just like, you know, reminding you of what being a 12 year old is like. Yeah. Or just like, you know, what's, it's like being the summer, all you have to worry about is like, what you're going to do next with your friends and making sure the beast doesn't kill you. Right. Like if you just replace baseball with like super smash bros, this is what my summers was like. (laughs) 
I um have the best taste in the world right now, and I still did as a kid because this was my favorite movie as a kid. So uh, yeah, good movie. Yeah, uh, I because we haven't spent nearly as much time talking about this as we did Jaws or Children of Men. While we uh, while we're here, um, as we've I think um, hopefully it hasn't been edited out, been kind of talking about the whole episode. Um, Disney Plus announced a Sandlot series is in the works. Mm-hmm. And so I was hoping we could each make our predictions of what the series is going to be about. Holy shit. Okay, well, the only new the only news I have seen on it is that the original cast is coming back. Mm. I have no maybe like they coach a team, like one of them coaches a team and they get up to hijinks. Because I can't see yeah. it. It's just like, oh, all their kids are friends and they play in the Sandlot. My first thought was like, kind of like that, like their kids, like kind of like a Cobra Kai thing, if you've heard of that show. Yeah, yeah. Where it's about like the characters, but it's also about like their kids. Yeah. But um, uh, I'm trying to think. Something brings them, let's see. The kids, it's been like, what, 30 years since the Sandlot came out. The guy, All the actors are like in their 30s or 40s by now. That's the so funny. The so, series, wait, it, the series has to take place in like the nineties. The nineties. Holy shit! I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, James Earl Jones' character passes away at the beginning of the series. That's okay. what brings them all back. Okay. They, they take their families. It's like, <laughs> oh my god! It is. I can't. It is grown ups. Yeah, it's literally grown ups. Yeah. No. You, that's it. You literally do grown ups. It's the same thing. It's like them and their kids, kind of like they're getting to know each other. They've all changed. Um. I have I have a better uh, idea. Then um uh a bank's trying to destroy the Sandlot and okay. put up a Apple store so in the nineties. Yeah, they gotta raise money or some shit. I don't know to stop that. Um my idea is actually the it's the summer of nineteen sixty-three and they just play themselves as twelve year olds, but they're actually thirty. So um, like kind of an artsy. It's like some artsy, sort of yeah. It's some artsy shit. No, there's no de-aging at all. Oh, so it's like the five bloods. Yes. I I mean I've never seen it, so yes. I don't know. How's the five bloods work? Oh, the five bloods, all the actors just play themselves in like the Vietnam flashbacks, and there's like no de-aging makeup or anything. Oh yes, that's how it is. That's exactly yeah. how it is. That sounds I gotta watch that God Yeah. So we got like a grown-up sort of Cobra Kai thing with them and their kids, and yours is just like summer of nineteen sixty-three, like <laughs> immediate sequel to the sandlot. Um a cool thing that they said happened behind the scenes is James Earl Jones was only on set for one day. Oh my God. Um, and all the kids were very excited to work with him. Cause you know, everyone knew like Darth Vader. Yeah. And they said like all the actors said like it was a pleasure, even though they only worked with him for one fucking day. Like they were like, that was like, he was like one of the nicest guys that they've ever worked with. That's cool. Yeah. Nice movie. Uh, nice movie. Um, I'm not sure if we've been doing this for every movie, but um, yeah, we have the MVP. Um, I just give it to the director because I don't think this movie would have worked without a great director. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sure. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of the behind the scenes stuff I'm reading is like the director did this to help the kids. The director did yeah, this to yeah. help the kids. Yeah. Oh, that's solid. You know, like it, it's a, it's weird that he didn't really do anything as good as the Sandlot after this, as from what I could tell. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's no small feat to pull something like this off. Yeah. Yeah. So David um, Mickey Evans, the MVP. I'll give of, it to James Earl Jones. Okay. okay. Uh, for me, I'd give it to David Mickey Evans. Uh, Shows up, has like four minutes of screen time. 
owns it. Owns it. This has been. This feels like it's been a kind of loopy episode. It has. It's a weird episode. Which is like, it's gonna. It's. I. I think we'll make for a nice change of pace after like the very manic uh, Jaws episode. Jaws episode. Yeah. yeah. So are we? Is it time to give our uh, non uh, baseball recommendations? Oh shit! Are we doing non baseball recommendations? Actually, it's some. Um, no, no, yeah, no. we could do it. It's a non James Earl Jones uh, recommendation. This uh, is the James Earl Jones podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, this is a segment that used to be the non Sandler recommendations, which could have been anything movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, album, song, etc. It just could not painting? have question mark painting, book, could be anything, just could not have Adam Sandler in it. Okay. Then it was the non-Clive Owen recommendations, which could have been anything, movie, book, TV show. It just couldn't have had uh, Clive Owen in it. And then it was the non-Shark. No, the was it the non-Shark? Yeah, it was yeah, the non-Shark was. recommendations, non-shark. which could have been anything, movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, album, song. It just couldn't have a shark in it. But now it's the non-James Earl Jones recommendations, which could be anything, movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, album, or song. I uh, just can't have um james earl jones in it i feel like i just popped a blood vessel in my brain i think you did a couple episodes ago i went on a little um uh, trip um yesterday i watched three steven soderbergh movies um i have i've never like touched his filmography ever before but i have had sex lies videotape for a while and I finally watched it. I was amazed. I'm not recommending Sex Lies Videotape, the 1989 classic. I'm recommending a movie that is near and dear to Kellen's heart. I think I'm pretty sure he loves this fucking movie. I Logan do. Lucky. Yeah. It is a it is a banger. Holy yeah. shit. That I think I have that. I would have to think that's my favorite of uh, 2017. I wanna I wanna ask all my friends if they've seen this because I want to watch this with all my friends. I feel like they'd all like it a lot. Yeah. Um, but it it is a a heist movie, a hillbilly <laughs> heist movie. Ocean Seven Eleven. They um rob a NASCAR race. Um, it's starring Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, Daniel Craig, um, Seth MacFarlane. He plays like Briefly, an Australian um, guy. Who I for, always forget the name of the actress that plays this. It's Riley Keough, Cal. How are you? Yeah, Melly, Melly, Melly Logan is also in it. Uh, um and a fucking um Hillary Swank is in it. And it yeah, she's really weird in it. It's she, oh, it's so she's strange. really really weird in it. Yeah. But, um, but I yeah, I really liked it. Um, I want to dive deeper into Steven Soderbergh's career because he has a very weird filmography. Have you seen Ocean's Eleven? Honestly, I don't think I have. Holy fuck, dude! Yeah, you got to watch that next. I. Re- Ocean's Eleven, genuinely, I think the coolest movie ever made. I'm like in Austin. love with Steven Soderbergh right now. So yeah, uh, Contagion's also really good. Yeah, that's a banger. Timely, timely. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm recommending Logan Lucky. It's a great, I guess, you know, act. Not really action heist comedy. Yeah, it's also um, very laid back. It is very laid back. It's like a chill, like hangout movie, even though it's like yeah. a heist. Um, great digital cinematography. Yeah, like he's insane. a big digital guy. Um, and uh, well, I, w- I would say I would also recommend going to watch his other stuff because, like, the three movies I watched were all 
very different. Um, Sex Lives videotape, his debut, I think. Yeah, his debut, which is a lot of talky talky. Mm-hmm. High Flying Bird, which is a Netflix iPhone movie, which is I need to watch that. Very talky talky, but also just like mind blowing on how good he made an iPhone look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Logan Lucky, great comedy. Go see it. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So my recommendation, I think when one of the times Hayes has been on, he's recommended it, but I'm going to recommend it again anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I finished my rewatch of it last week. Uh, uh, the, the TV series, Cowboy Bebop. Fucking weeb. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it is an anime, but it's, um, absolutely incredible. Uh, it's like, on, honest to God, probably in like my top 10 favorite TV shows ever. It's this a group group of bounty hunters you know traveling around like you know picking up bounties and they're they've also um you know trying to reckon with who they are and like the past lives they've led and it's just you know uh i think pretty low budget but like gorgeous animation like an amazing soundtrack uh the soundtrack is very um like kind of jazz you know bebop as in the title like influenced and it's just very melancholy. I, it's always I'm I'm always like kind of in a mood whenever I watch it. And I watched it um, sp- spread out over the course of this year, which is a weird way to watch it. But it felt fitting, you know, mm-hmm. just to kind of have it like, you know, I didn't want it to end. I put off finishing it until like literally last week. So is it uh, on anything? Because I've been meaning to watch that. It's on Hulu. Okay. And. Um, don't let anyone tell you to watch the subs. Watch the English dub. It has a really good English voice cast. Oh, it's really fucking short. Yeah, it's a, it's only 26 episodes, and they're each, like, half an hour long. Yeah. It's why, like, I don't watch a lot of anime, but it's one I could get into, because, like, a lot of the other stuff, like, my friends watch a lot of anime, but it's always, like, they watch stuff that's, like, hundreds of episodes long yeah 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 like one of my friends has watched naruto like that's fucking insane to me that's like yeah. thousands of episodes it's a shit ton of episodes cowboy bebop was like 13 hours total if that you know in and out it's very nice for my monkey brain but let's see just looking ahead our last two episodes of the year are coming up next week is my final pick kiss kiss bang bang um a nice neo-noir comedy for the holiday season um as i've told moises if we get more than four listens on the kiss kiss bang bang episode i will count that as a w and then our last episode of the year christopher nolan's interstellar goddamn classic great movie hey at risk of sounding like a, a typical film major great movie great movie fuck you maybe the maybe the best movie of the 2010s i still gotta yeah uh, i i i I hesitate with i used to say that pretty proudly but i like i hesitate with that now you know man you know what Uh, fuck parasite i hate parasite it's the worst movie i've ever ever watched fuck i forgot about like social network mad max fury road social network is 2010 so i'm always weird about that one that's fair you know, but yeah, fair. no, I, for me, it's the social network and interstellar. Those are like the two that I think of when I think of the best. But uh, if Gone Girl came out, the master, when did Gone Girl come out? Master, uh, Gone Girl was 2014. Ooh, or 15. I might put that up there too, honestly. 
Um, the Master, I think, is also a contender. Oh, really? Shit. Shit. Dude, I'm coming. Ar- I'm really coming around on The Master, man. I need to rewatch it again. Damn, I fucking love that movie. Yeah, I was waiting to order like a Blu-ray of it. Yeah, Masters 2012. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, Interstellar is not the best. Movie. Uh, <laughs> 2010s. I guess our intro and outro music today is uh, I'll just America the Beautiful by Ray Charles, unless you have any other ideas. That's it. That, that works. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. Hope you're enjoying the show and um, are excited as we are to talk about the career of William Smith starting in 2021. Uh, we're still getting ready to rebrand, which is a little nerve wracking, but I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll end this week with a baseball fact of the week, which is just a little nugget of information we give you every week that you can think about, reflect on, hold in your heart until we meet again next week to talk about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Um, And this week's baseball fact is, Moises, did you know that baseball was invented by Abner Doubleday? I did. I did know that. I I didn't know that, actually. (laughs) I'm Kellen Kermins. Hateful late. Um, I'm Moises Camacho. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.